Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code FOODHEELS. Food Heals Podcast, episode 176. It's felt like there is something over my bed or something talking to me. And also, I decided to get a copy of the Necronomicon. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's basically like a spell casting book to like invoke <laughs> demons and evil spirits. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you guys ever play that game? What? You're supposed to splash water on the bathroom mirror and then you close the door and in the dark you go, Bloody Mary, oh, Bloody yeah. Mary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. Welcome to the Food Heals Podcast. <laughs> I'm Jason Rovell. <laughs> Emphasis on the hell. Woo! What am I supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> no one has to do a voice. I'm the ghost of Nicole Pass. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Come to scare you with extra tight hugs. <laughs> with what? Extra tight hugs. Oh, I thought you said extra tight hogs. Woo-hoo. And I was like, what's an extra tight hog? <laughs> no, Whitney. Hugs. I love you to death. <laughs> I don't know, guys. It's pretty cheesy. That's pretty good. It's a good way to die. <laughs> extra tight hugs. <laughs> Well, I'm Whitney Lordson, and uh, I'm a little too shy to do a Halloween-themed voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Allison Melody, and this is the Food Heals Podcast, and I asked Jason to introduce us because I knew he would have a good Halloween scary voice, and I know that we've all had interesting Halloweens. In fact, the four of us spent last Halloween together right. a year ago, right. and Nicole did fabulous makeup was that like the first time you had met nicole allison like i remember you being like i want nicole to do my makeup but i'm too shy to ask i think I feel you like were you my new did... friend at yeah. That yeah i think so too oh but it was so fun and you did such a great job and you know i've introduced you like 12 times now on this podcast but on the series but we never said that you are a phenomenal makeup artist thank you yeah, yeah. i uh, i have fun with the with the stuff we're very good at it because we all looked fabulous. Yes. If I do say so myself, I'll post a picture in yeah, yeah, in the, the show, na- yeah. show notes, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But um, so let's just go around and say what our favorite or best Halloween costume was. I don't know if this is my best, but it was my most memorable because it was the most shocking. Yes, I was twelve and I told my grandma that I wanted to be a bunny rabbit for Halloween, and so. She just put me in my ice skating leotard and then pinned a tail to my butt and put a bow tie on me and and ears and like 
I had no idea <laughs> that that was weird. And I was like, ah, I'm a hoppy bunny. And I put on my roller skates and I was like, roll it. People were like, that is a highly inappropriate outfit. I, was like, I had no idea that I looked like a Playboy bunny, and my grandma just thought it was so cute. She's like, isn't she adorable? Like, Aww. so cute. And like, was but like, Martha Ann. Martha Ann, yeah, yeah. And so people were like, why, why do they dress that 12 year old like a playmate? Like, what the hell is going on? And my southern grandma just thought it was like, adorable. Oh my God, I love it. Mine's kind of a toss up. When I was maybe four, or my mother made me a pterodactyl costume. <laughs> uh, and, and I just want to say, Mom, if you're listening, you kicked ass on the Halloween costume. She would hand make Aww. my Halloween costumes every wow. single year. So cute. Yeah, That's so like amazing. one year I was a samurai, one year I was a, a space ranger, Luke Skywalker. But the pterodactyl was very memorable because she made like the wings and the head and the whole Aww. thing out of scratch. That was dope. Uh, speaking of Mick Jagger, I was I was Mick Jagger one year about six years ago, uh, and then and then Nicole's makeup last year I was like I was like a cat daddy I was I was I was a Detroit Tiger cat daddy like it was impeccable like when you guys see the the, the face paint she did like. I felt like a badass the whole night, but I was kind oh. of like a gangster tiger. You wore it with a suit. I wore it with like a pinstripe a suit, vest, and everything. Yeah, so I looked like and a gangster cat. What about when Jason and I spoke on a cruise one Halloween? Oh, when I was a pimp. That was pretty Ooh. fun. I, I, you know, well, I just I feel like I'm pimp on the inside. You're still anyway, a pimp. So, okay. You know. <laughs> it was actually really fun because we spoke on this like vegan cruise, and it was Halloween on one of the cruise nights, and so. Everybody brought their costumes out, and it That's was just so really fun, fun yeah. because you were all together with all these strangers and walking around, and everyone's wearing costumes. So cute. I don't really have any great outfits like that. Halloween's always Jason has something to say. No, go. I have I have uh, one for you. Oh, you I have know, you I have like a favorite last you're year. You're so. you already poo pooing it, but I have to say, <laughs> not, not a Halloween costume. We went to the Star Wars Cantina in L.A. recently. Oh, right. oh. She slayed as Princess Leia. Yeah, That's I saw true. the yes. slayed. I was yeah. like, when when I walked in, I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, Channel and Carrie Fisher and shit, RIP. Yeah, I have to say, actually, it was dope. that's a good point. Maybe I'll do that again for like, you. Should, it was dope. You're perfect yeah. for it. I do have a good story. I probably won't be able to tell it nearly as well as my mom, but when I was probably five or six, I was obsessed. This is actually really funny. I was obsessed with the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Aww, that's so cute. Isn't that weird? Like, what the heck? Maybe I was even younger than that. But one year, I demanded that my mom turn me into the Statue of Liberty oh, for Halloween. Oh How cute! You have pictures of this. I, I do, and like, but the funniest part of the story is that my mom like painted my face white and like you know put like crazy makeup on me. My mom's also you know bless her like not very creative, so like, you know, I don't really get it from. Not in that sense, at least she is in other ways. But yes, yeah, she, she kind of like <laughs> did this lame makeup job. But uh, she went into the bathroom to show me in the mirror like what I looked like. And I took one look at myself and ran out of the room terrified of myself. <laughs> like I scared myself by looking in the mirror because of Aww. this makeup that I had on. And so it's just this sweet story of like, A... Who dresses up as a statue of liberty? Yes. <laughs> and be like me as this poor child traumatized by what I was wearing. 
you know, not to get political, but in 2017, dressing up as a Statue of Liberty is actually a great idea, and I kind of want to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. I could see you. You, Allison, could pull off a really making good a political so statement cute. over yeah. here. Good so idea cute. for this year. Bring yeah. it back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it, Whitney. Um, one of my best ones. I was not a kid. I. It's funny. I can't remember any of my costumes as a kid, even though my parents were like so into Halloween. They made haunted houses. They always had. We had like a, a catwalk across our house and we would hang like apples from it and like all these things that kids would have to like play with and they would have Halloween parties every year. It was like a huge deal in my family. But my most memorable costume is actually from college because everyone just said I pulled it off so well and I actually think it's been over 10 years. I should probably bring it back. But it was Elle Woods. Oh, so yes. I had the pink power suit. I had the little chihuahua and the pink purse and I just went around like like, oh, my God, like, just talking like a valley girl. And this was in North Carolina, so I didn't even live close to the valley yet. Like, we didn't, like, we do here. And so it was just, it was just a successful one that I, I think I pulled off the best. <laughs> it's always fun. And, and Allison lives in West Hollywood. And in Los Angeles, West Hollywood's, like, the place to go on, on Halloween. Because so there's fun. a huge parade. Yeah. And people go all out. This is what we did last year. I try to do it every few years in Los Angeles because it's such a spectacle. And you yeah. just walk down the streets that are all closed off and just admire all of these elaborate costumes. Beautiful costumes. Yeah, people go all out with this, and it's so impressive. And it's the sense of bonding, too. One thing I like about Halloween is just, like, the community. Like, yeah. everybody's celebrating, having fun, like you know, being a different version of themselves. And it, it's really like a fun thing to experience. I actually have a video that I can send you for the show notes. Yes, please send it. And I remember it's so funny because last year it was all, there was a lot of like Trump costumes and funny things <laughs> yeah. like that. Yes. He won the president. Yeah. Okay. So this year. Right. That was right before he was won. Right before yeah. 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 I wonder what will happen this year. I bet yeah. Santa Monica Boulevard, which is kind of the gay <laughs> capital of the world. And a little bit of a liberal capital of the world is going to go nuts. So yeah. I, I'm excited to see what they come up with because it's always creative mm -hmm. and it's always good. Yes. But so Food Heals Nation has heard my ghost stories. They've heard Susie's ghost stories. We've told our psychic stories. So I'm really excited to have you guys here to give us a fresh perspective on Halloween. What are some of your best ghost stories? Mm, the most recent paranormal experience that I can't explain. Yeah. Um, was uh, well, I'll get explicit detail here. So I please uh, our, do. our mutual friend Ellie, uh, whom I dated for a couple years, we were, we were living together and um, we were in the process of breaking up. So I was sleeping on the couch. Oh. <laughs> it's a comfortable couch. Um, and and one night when I was sleeping at the couch, as we were trying to consciously uncouple, was <laughs> okay, was I was. I remember I was falling asleep on the couch and I woke up to the feeling like someone very strong and heavy was pressing my shoulders into the couch. Oh my God. And I was, I was awake, but I was completely immobilized and could not move. And the sensation of someone's hands pressing me into the couch oh. was very palpable. And I had never in my life felt that. Oh my God. And I, and I, and I, I like struggled and kind of like shook it off. And I just started like, like praying because I literally was like, I don't know what the hell just happened, but like I feel like something is in this room right now oh and I God. cannot explain. It was freaky as hell. I still have no idea what the hell happened, but I could literally feel someone pressing me down into the couch. It was I no idea. 
entity spear. I don't know. It was weird and creepy and I'll never forget it. And it wasn't like my body couldn't move. It was like someone holding me down and I could not get, get away from it. It was really weird oh. and very scary, honestly. Yeah. Oh. And do you believe in, in spirits and things like that? I do. And, and, and I remember as a kid having a sense of like, I never, I was never able to see other dimensional beings, but I had a sense that they were around me mm. as a young child. Yeah. So I, I, I don't believe that these bodies are, or this reality is the only reality. I don't believe these bodies are our final manifestation as energies, as spirits, as souls. And I think there's a lot I mean, you even see it in quantum science that our brains and our senses can only interpret a very small fraction of the reality that is available. Mm -hmm. So I absolutely do. I, I do believe in other dimensions, other realities, um, non-physical beings. Absolutely. Yeah. And I believe in aliens, too. Yeah. <laughs> Me, too. That's another, that's another episode. <laughs> I do. Very much. Alien episode coming up next week. Um, well, I didn't have the experience of being pushed down on, but I had like... I don't know. It just reminds me of my experience where, so my dad was diagnosed with cancer and he was in the process of dying and we were staying in North Carolina. He had a beach house and we're on the second floor of this house. And one of my best friends had come to visit and support me and we're sleeping in the bed. It's a king bed. So we had lots of room, but I woke up to these black beings hovering over me and I've never been so fucking scared in my life. And I was like, well, Amy, my friend, Amy cannot see these because she will not be able to handle it. I was like, I have to handle this. I have to take responsibility. Whatever like was happening at the moment, I was like, I have to handle this and take care of her. And so I w had to lead whatever it was out of the room and they like kind of dissipated. So they followed me out of the room and dissipated. Well, I was like, woke up the next morning. I'm like, that was a crazy, horrible dream. It must be because I'm in trauma mode because my dad is not doing well right now. And my dad had remarried, and so my stepmom at the time lived in the house, and I started describing what I had seen. And her face went white, and she was like, draw it. So I started drawing it, and she almost passed out. She was like, I saw them too. Whoa. And this woman, this is North Carolina. This woman is not like any type Whoa. of woohoo type. She is like, what you see is what you get. She's like, I saw that shit. Wow. Whoa. I'm getting like goosebumps and yeah. weird feelings. Yeah. yeah. So I believe in it. I also believe that we have the power with love and positivity to not be affected by it. But I believe that there are darker energies sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I have one now that yeah. this guy sparked a memory. <laughs> uh, I, and I could send a picture of this. My sister and I went to an overnight sound bath. And it's mm -hmm. really good for cleaning out your energy and centering yourself and we just took a picture of like the scenery, like when everybody was like coming into the room and setting up their mats and stuff. And there happened to be this woman in the photo. And, you know, in person, it just seemed like, you know, she had a lot to let go of that night. And it was so crazy. The next, we had such a beautiful night and everyone has like these gorgeous dreams and you journal and stuff. The next day, we're looking through our photos from our like little spiritual journey. And we get to this picture where everybody was unloading in the beginning of the night. And it's crazy because at the first glance, you don't see anything. But then when you zoom in on the lady, there's her head. And then there's this goblin head that's stretching <gasps> oh out of her. God. And no. you can see <laughs> the two heads stretching out. And she looks like this goblin. It's not how she looked at all in person, you guys. Like this crazy goblin, like leading the way. But like <laughs> also the goblins like under stress. Like you could tell, like, I, I don't know. 
but and then we have pictures of her in the morning at breakfast like just with the group and it, that's not happening at all oh my god Nicole. Oh it's my insane god. and like when we both we both just got chills we were like oh my god you know <laughs> isn't there a fascination with ghost stories and yeah. psychics and these things that we can't explain and aliens and the paranormal and like right now this time of year i feel like is kind of really fun but also like kind of like questioning like what do I really believe like I'm gonna get dressed up in a costume and blah 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 but like what do I really believe in I believe in ghosts because I've seen them and people think that's fucking crazy and there's always a logical explanation and maybe there is yeah but I haven't found a logical explanation yet I kind of I personally like the fact that we can't explain everything in life like I don't I don't have a desire to explain everything yeah I like the mystery Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know, and I think this is a sliver of that, of, of our fascination that that we're here. Uh, we can't explain everything. We actually don't really know who we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. oh, are human beings. Right. Almost say, like we actually don't know where we came from. <laughs> we don't know what we truly are. And and I don't know. I, it's exciting to me that we can't explain certain things in our reality. I don't know. I like the mystery of it. I like that too. Definitely. So I know that we don't have a lot of time left, but what do you think about aliens? i would say for me listening to these like i don't have any great like ghost stories or experiences like that that have come to mind but you haven't been probed no (laughs) i have that i know of remember but i have had a lot of like spiritual experiences that are very subtle and for me they usually happen because i have a very interesting relationship with sleep Sleep is is like more and more as I've gotten older, but almost my entire life I have had like waking experiences while sleeping, and for lack of a better just that's exactly what I had that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, for me, I tend to sleepwalk and have sleep, sleep like experiences in the middle of the night very commonly, almost every single night. I talk in my sleep, and I wake up in the middle of the night and like have this like in between sleep and awake experience, and a lot of the times. I have felt like the presence of something else there. And, you know, it's possible that it's just like my sleep brain, but some of them have been so vivid Mm -hmm. and it's not all the time. It's very, it's occasionally, but I've definitely had experiences where it's felt like there is something over my bed or something talking to me. And also I have recorded myself because yeah. I sleep talk so much. Yeah. And you played that for me before. Sometimes the sleep recordings, like I don't even sound like it sounds like I'm possessed or it sounds like I'm having a conversation with somebody that's not there. Oh and it's like very weird. My voice often sounds different or, uh, you know, it's like just like gibberish. It's just like, you know, and that could be maybe explained by a variety of different things in the brain, but like there's also a, a a sense of a feeling that you have mm-hmm. when you n- know that there's someone else there. Yeah. yeah. And I have definitely experienced that. And it's, I guess if it had happened all the time, maybe I could say, oh, that just is what happens when I'm sleepwalking or that just happens when I wake up in the middle of the night or whatever. But in like my gut feeling is that there, it's like sometimes I'm tapping into something that I'm not able to tap into when I'm fully conscious. Mm. Yeah. Right. So the unconscious experiences and like actually have like seen my room and knowing it's not a dream, like being conscious enough, but not fully conscious. Yeah. It's like my brain is in this limbo state 
where I'm able to like experiencing things that I wouldn't normally when I'm fully conscious. So I love that. That's a, that's an that's interesting. Yeah, for is. sure. I've had similar experiences and mine are um with people that have passed on and everyone knows my story losing my mom and dad, but sometimes those experiences Whitney are the only things that keep me like believing that I'm connected to them because I'll have those it's like what did you call it? A waking dream. Mm-hmm. I'm fully in my room and awake and someone is with me, whether it's holding my hand or telling me a message. Yes. And it sounds so woohoo. And I even feel like weird saying it, but God, it's effective. And the next day I'm like, oh, that was a dream. But no, it was so fucking clear and real. Yep. Yep. And I will get messages that way or I'll just have a feeling. Like I remember one of my mom holding, I was going through a hard time with something else. And I remember one of my mom holding my hand so tightly. And I remember how her hands feel. I still do. That was her hands. You could say, uh, you know, scientifically, well, my brain went to that, you know, place and made it up and blah, blah. And that could be true. But I choose to believe that it was my mom holding my fucking hand at that moment when I needed it. Yeah. So I love experiences like that. And I even remember I've always been a believer that there was something bigger than us, not only like God or whatever, but just ghosts something something another plane something spiritual because my mom did and she told me that she said never play a ouija board and i said why because obviously when you're like 10 to 15 you play ouija boards Mm -hmm. that's just what we did i don't know about kids nowadays they have there's probably a ouija board app right yeah so whatever it is like (laughs) when we i think when we were all growing up if you're of like late millennial or early generation x you played ouija board and my mom said, don't play it because it brings out bad energy and blah, 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 and whatever. And she told me these times where she would see things that were scary and, like, I'm not going to describe them right now. I don't really remember them. But, like, things that would terrify me and every time anyone would bring out a Ouija board, I'd be like, no, I'm not playing. And then the Ouija board would do something and, like, actually spell out a name. And, like, there's just so many ways to, like, bring out the creepy spirit. So I don't want to bring – I believe that they exist, but I don't want to bring them out. I only want to bring out, like, my spirit guides and people that love and protect me. What's that at the door? <laughs> <laughs> you quit digging. Uh, like the Ouija board story, I when I was um, in my late teens, I decided to get a copy of the Necronomicon. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's basically, like – a spell casting book to like invoke <laughs> demons and evil spirits. Oh my God. Oh no. And I bought it and I opened it up and it scared the fuck out of me so much that I never used it. Oh I was like, yeah, I'm going to get Too the Necronomicon. Fuck yeah. Like you're an 18 year old kid listening to heavy metal music. You're like, yeah, right. I'm going to do this, man. And I opened it up and I was like, no, 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 no. No. No, we're not going to do that. Thank you very much. Go to the garage sale. Someone else bought it for 25 cents at the garage sale. You're brave to even buy it. You guys, I was such such a scaredy cat. I wouldn't even play that game. Did you guys ever play that game? When you're supposed to, to splash floor. water on the bathroom mirror and then you close the door and in the dark you go bloody mary oh, bloody yeah. mary I would not ever play that game. They, there was peer pressure, like yeah. fifteen uh, kids deep. Nicole, yes, do it, yes. do it, oh do it. Oh my god! Yeah, I would not even play no. that game. I will not even sprinkle water what on about, the mirror. What about Candyman? 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 Oh no! I don't know that Stop. one. It's it's, it's the same thing. You have to say in the mirror, but it's from a movie. <gasps> Scary as fuck. 
I won't do it. Don't do it. I, don't I never like did scary... it either. But yeah, Bloody Mary and Candyman. I remember those. Um, I, my psyche is too sensitive, you guys. I don't like scary movies yeah. even. I don't either. I, I saw The Sixth Sense. That's not even like technically scary. It's like, what is it supposed to be? It's like paranormal sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. Dude, okay, you know when the little dead girl sneaks out from underneath the bed to give him yeah. the evidence box? You guys, for six months, I had to jump into my bed. I wouldn't let my feet get close to her underneath that. I jump physically jump into bed because I thought she's going to grab my ankles to tell me something. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At this point, if you haven't seen it, there's nothing we can do. That's what I'm saying. It's not a spoiler alert if it's like 10 years later. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I think that's actually a good example of... The way that it can sometimes work in terms of like there are people that do see spirits and there are people that don't because we haven't opened up that channel. And so that's why I do believe in the psychics and people that I've talked to, whether it's on this podcast or off that off the podcast. There are people that have told me things about my life that they couldn't possibly know. They didn't go through my trash. They didn't Google me, you know, or if they did, that information wasn't available. And so I do believe in something larger. And I do believe that people have the ability to do things that are beyond our scientific comprehension at this time. Yeah, I got to tell you guys this dream because you guys are all talked about your dream world and this is just one thing. So I do feel like I have psychic premonitions in my dreams and I've had them many times with people that are close to me that I love. Like I'll get like a tip like a couple weeks earlier, but like I have one really cool one about Brad Pitt. (laughs) So this is before his divorce with um, Angelina, Mm -hmm. like literally a week before that news hit. I had a dream and Brad Pitt was like exhausted and he was like worn down in the dream and he was traveling and my friend Amy was there. She was kind of an assistant and I was kind of a lover, but like kind of a helper to him or whatever. And he lands and yeah, he's exhausted and like I'm trying to nourish him and give him love and everything in the dream. He's totally exhausted. He's heartbroken and he's worn down. We're like putting this watch on him, like time, you know, and then he's got to go. We like put his back together. He leaves on the plane. And then, like, a week later, like, the news hits that he's going through this, like, really tragic divorce with Angelina. And I was like, oh, my God. He was so heartbroken in my dream. He was oh exhausted God. and worn down and depressed. And, like, I don't know. Just like I ha- And I have dreams like that, like, about, like, close people in my life, too, not celebrities always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that one was really validating because I was like, whoa, this is a celebrity. And I totally <laughs> wow. knew. Like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I had a dream about one of my best friends in North Carolina. And I called her the next day because I said – hey, girl, how are you? Like, I'm so sorry to call you, but, like, I had a dream last night that you were bawling and you were unconsolable and I kept trying to console you and you couldn't get out of it. And she said, well, thank you for calling. Like, me and my husband had the biggest fight of our lives and I don't know if we're going to stay together. Um, oh. Yeah. and like luckily, tuning in to things. Yeah. I think this is what Sometimes the we're close is. to these yeah. people. And this is a girl that I've been close to throughout um, since we met. We've always had these weird parallels. We've always been connected. And... They are still together. They have two children. This is a few years later, thank God. But, like, I just tuned into that, and I was just like, how can I be there for you? She just needed someone to talk to. Yeah, you And were there. sometimes we have that, you know, yeah. whether it's Brad Pitt or our best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, thank you so much for sharing these stories. I love talking about this stuff, and Susie does too. It's just, like, so fun. And, you know, as long as you're not scared by it, I think it's really <laughs> – you know, it's good. It's part of my spirituality to believe in something bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to wrap up Food Heals Nation. Happy Halloween. 
If you like our series, we did four episodes on wellness and the fifth is just on ghost stories and fun. If you want to delve deeper into all of these topics, probably except ghost stories, we've created this wellness warrior bundle for you. Each of us, Whitney, Jason, Nicole, and I have made you a video training course. The courses are going to teach you how to uplevel your health and wellness. So here are some of the courses we have. We have Wellness 101, how to eat healthy, organic, and vegan on a budget. Whitney, do you want to tell them a little bit about it? Yes. So the ebook is all about how to eat healthy, organic, vegan food on a budget without spending too much. And one of the things that you can learn there is how to eat all of this incredibly nourishing food for $5 or less a day. So that can save you a ton of money and you can put that towards other elements of your self-care. It's so important. And we've also got Eternity, How to Heal Your Mind, Body, and Spirit and Live to 100, which was one of our podcast episodes. So Jason, can you tell us a little bit about your video training? Yeah, I'm going to talk about um, the longevity practices, foods, uh, mindfulness, spiritual practices, ways to move our body that can create more joyfulness, aliveness, and hopefully extend our lifespan as well. Beautiful. And Nicole, we've got morning wellness AM elixirs to fuel your day and heal you from the inside out. Can you tell us a little bit about what's in your training? Yeah, it's going to be really awesome, simple, easy recipes that you guys can do literally by stirring or just pulsing in a blender, but just to get you started on your day with the energy, detoxification, vitality, really fun. And some just like quick little health hacks. I love it. And I'm going to be teaching alternative medicine awakening, how to transform your routine for wellness and weight loss. And this is based on so much that we have learned from previous podcast guests and Susie and I have applied to our own lives and seen results. So we're going to be teaching you all about that. So you're going to go to foodhealsnation.com slash wellness to learn how to download those courses. But the courses and the bonuses are only available till November 1st. That's tomorrow, guys. So if you want to sign up after November 1st, we are going to make the courses available for you, but they're not going to be at the low price and they're not going to include the bonuses. The bonuses are what makes this the best deal you've ever heard. Jason, tell us about your bonus. I'm going to be offering the My Healthy Hustle online course, which covers the six pillars, uh, living a balanced, joyful life, including food, fitness, mindfulness, Uh, organization, productivity, and life vision. So we're going to do a deep dive into each one of those subjects. I've got downloadable PDFs, uh, online Facebook group, uh, and it also comes with a a downloadable bonus bundle full of my eBooks and one hour of a one-on-one coaching session. What a great deal. And we've got Whitney's incredible ebook, Healthy Organic Vegan on a Budget. We've also got three months of the Food Heals VIP Club with never before heard episodes. We're going to talk about health, wellness, entrepreneurship, spirituality, anything you want to hear. We've got it. This is all available at foodhealsnation.com slash wellness. Happy Halloween, Food Heals Nation. I'm going to let Jason take us out. While you might be a fan of Food Heals, I'm a fan of the way your skin peels. <laughs> Whoa! That was absolutely amazing. That was very good. Thank you.
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately. 